Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Daily Durag. I am sorry I have been so MIA here recently. Um, a lot going on, a lot going on, new jobs, all that other good stuff. But, well, I mean, I haven't been gone that long, but I, I, I did skip a week or two there for a second. Or two, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we are back. And we have a new guest with us today. Introduce yourself, Vic. Hello, my name is Victoria. And um, should I introduce the topic? No. no. Like, okay, say a little bit about yourself. Um, what am I allowed to say? I don't know. You go to U of L. Yeah, so I'm a junior at U of L. I'm a communications major. And um, yeah, this is my first time doing something like this. So I'm a little bit nervous. Oh. but. Okay, well, I'm just letting you all know she talks a whole lot of shit. So she should be fine. Oh, She should be fine with us having a full-blown discussion. So anyway, (laughs) so I, um, today's discussion is about like immigration as a whole. I know that, I don't know how well versed some of you are in like politics and things like that. And some of you, if you didn't know, because of the way that I act, I am actually a political science major, even though I don't surprisingly, claim them. Surprisingly, surprisingly. Anyway, even though I don't claim them, I am actually a political science major. So I do try somewhat to keep up with what's going on in politics, but basically Nancy Pelosi, which is the Speaker of the House, has filed for um, impeachment process um has started the impeachment process against trump thank god and immigration is a big deal on his list so the reason why i chose vic here for our discussion today is you you can go ahead and go into that okay so for those of you that don't know i'm originally from panama which is in central america right above colombia and i I moved to the U.S. at 11 months old and didn't get my citizenship until I was about 16, almost 17. And so that process for me took 16 years and it was a very long 16 years. And even just with wanting to go back to Panama, it was a lot. Like I, there was times where I would go back and have to stay an extra week because I didn't have the right paperwork Mm -hmm. or I had to get permission from one of my parents to be able to leave the country, even though I'm not a resident, but I still have citizenship and I'm not a US citizen. So yeah, immigration is definitely a topic that's near and dear to my heart, Mm -hmm. so. So, okay, so let's start with like, how do you feel about our current immigration system that we have right now, Um, like in the US? It's definite, it needs a lot of change, like a lot of things here in the US, but I definitely think that you can't market yourself, I don't market for lack of a better word, but you can't make your country seem like the place to be or make it sound like this place of refuge and then deny that to people when Mm. they try to come, especially with, you know, a lot of the caravans coming up from Central and South America, or like refugees coming from the Middle East, it should not be this hard for them, and they shouldn't be treated the way that they are while they are trying to come. So 
So like, completely understand. Um, so like with, I don't know if you remember or if like your parents have like mapped out like how that whole situation worked, but how is like the process for your parents like getting over for them? Like have they described it as like hard or like what? Well, our situation was very different because when my mom and I had moved here. Oh, so you moved like your dad moving and your you right. and your mom. Right. So okay. let me explain the whole story because my dad's mother left Panama when my brother when my dad was really young. Like my dad grew up in Panama without his mom. His okay. grandmother raised him, and my grandmother was in Texas doing her thing with his younger brother and one of my cousins. Okay. So she was basically setting our family up for success. She yeah. came for the opportunity. And then my dad and my aunt were like high school age, like 15, 16, and mm -hmm. then they moved to the States. Okay. And so that's how my dad, after my dad graduated, he went to college for a little bit, started his military career, and then went back to Panama, met my mom, had me, it was just like, okay, we're gonna get married and you're gonna come live to with me in the okay. States. So we didn't move until I was 11 months and they're, they don't really tell me much about like the early stages of like my citizenship, but I did, ha I had my green card as a baby. And then there was a time where like that had expired mm -hmm. for both my mom and I. Mm, okay. So we were illegal for, I don't know how long. Yeah. And then my mom had finally got her permanent residency and then because I was a minor, I had already, like I got that automatically. And then there was a very long back and forth with my mom and my dad once they had divorced with who's gonna pay for her application for citizenship. Okay. Or like, you need to get the lawyer to do this. Yeah. Or So with citizenship, cause I'm gonna be very real, I don't know a damn thing about citizenship <laughs> and all of that. So like, with citizen, when you're trying to get your citizenship, you have to get a lawyer. Like it's not something that you can just apply for. Yeah, it's very expensive. And yeah, you do have to get a lawyer unless you just got it like that and you can advocate for yourself because- What do you mean advocate for yourself? Like you have to go to court? It, you, there's a very long interview process. They need, in order mm -hmm. to even apply for your citizenship, you have to be a permanent resident for five to seven years. Okay. And like my mom claimed my brother because he was born in the US. Okay. So like you can't just like come here on a visa and then be like, oh, I wanna be a citizen. Like mm. you have to, that's why people get married. Mm -hmm. Right. So they can be like, okay, I can use you to apply for my citizenship and then I don't know you. I don't. I, I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> I don't know him. Okay, so, so you had to get a lawyer and like, do like. Like, so I did not have to go through the whole process that a lot of people know of because I was a minor and my mom had gone through the process okay. that I automatically got that. So my mom had to go to an interview to prove that she could speak English very well. Okay. She had to, like, yo, I live here, I do this for my community, 
I'm a good member of society. Yeah. And then she had to do the written test, the one that used to be a hundred questions, but now they only give you ten. A written okay. test, like yeah. Can you write so, in English. Yeah, they ask you to write in English, and then there's like the multiple choice tests that used to be a hundred questions long, where they'd ask you who's the governor of your state, who's the president, uh, um, okay, what okay, are the three okay. branches of the government. So questions like that. So my mom studied all 100 questions just for them to ask her 10. Mm. And then if you get... So very similar to like, I'm sorry for cutting you up. No, so very similar to like a liter, you know, like, like a, a literacy, literacy test, test that, that they, they used get to give to slaves, during like yes. civil, civil rights movement and yeah. like slave time. Okay, okay, okay. Damn, I didn't know that these still used yeah. that type of shit. Okay. So, yeah, because these are a lot of questions that even kids that go to school here, they can't answer those yeah. questions. So. so like, with that being said, like with like, going through like all of that, how do you feel about like, people that do come here like, illegally, and then don't um, apply for citizenship? Since it seems like it takes not seems like it is a lot yeah. like it's a lot and not everybody like clearly has the money yeah. and everything like that i definitely understand as to why but this is my thing a lot of people they jeopardize their family mm -hmm. in order to do such things because just coming from mexico alone mm -hmm. even though it is a border country that is extremely dangerous yeah so i myself maybe it is because i grew up here i just couldn't imagine having to put children through that right. extensive journey but then again it's also that this traveling this far can't be worse than the situation that i'm in right now right mm -hmm. so i definitely i can't say i understand completely but like i i would probably be doing the same thing yeah how do you feel so like how do you feel about panama like is that a place that I ain't never been to Panama, y'all? <laughs> I ain't never even been. Well, okay, that's not true. I've been out of the country, but I was when I was like two. <laughs> so I don't remember. Ain't never been to Panama, none of them uh, countries. And so I could not tell you. So like, with Panama, would you ever go back there and live? Honestly, no. I don't have that sense of right. home mm -hmm. because I did grow up back grew here. Up here. Yeah. But just everything's a lot more expensive out there. Is it really? Yes. Like, um, it's just like the demand of everything. Like every time we go back and they see that I have the new iPhone, they're just like, hey, how much did you spend on that? I'm just like, oh, like 1200 And mm -hmm. we think that's a lot. They spend almost 15 or even like starting at 1500 just for a 64 gigabyte iPhone when we're paying 12, yeah. maybe less for 128 gigabytes. Well, all I gotta say is Jesse is not paying full price for nothing. I am doing <laughs> oh. installments every month. <laughs> and just the culture is very different. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely like if you, if you have a love for that culture and if you're willing to accustom like just we are very spoiled in the u.s yeah mm -hmm. 
Yeah. They find out we have AC running through our whole house. Right. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. I, um, my stepfather is from Barbados. Uh-huh. Um, he grew up, the, the a good majority of his life was spent. He, he, like, when we met him and, like, when my mom, my mom and him started dating when I was four the first time. Okay. And then they broke up. My mom got remarried and they found their way back to each other. But they had all that good love story and stuff. And so, um... He, but like when my mom, where I, if somebody asked me, where did your stepdad from? I would say Connecticut, cause that's where he was raised Race, for the most yeah. part. But he was born in his uh, his family, like his mom and dad. Barbados. Are Barbados. And he was there, I think, if I'm not mistaken, until he was like seven. And so like both of his parents passed Okay. And me and my mom went. Of course, we went with him because um, they passed. In, they passed in close proximity to each other, mm-hmm. and so um, we, of course, went with him to like support him right, and yeah. funeral and stuff like that. And y'all, when I tell you, you know, I always think of like countries like Barbados and like Panama, and, like yeah. Bahamas is like oasis, mm-hmm. you know, you know, from like Alabama. I'm thinking. Yeah. There's, you know, these gotta be, you know, I'm looking at like Tumblr, Tumblr and Twitter and stuff like that thinking, oh, you know, this is wonderful magic. We're at a Sandals Resort. Right. We got to where his family like lives and everything. And my mom and I were like, ah. This is not what I thought. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, we stayed in a hotel and like. In fact, the first, I think it was like the first two days, Calvin didn't actually take us to where he was yeah. from. It wasn't until like the second or third day that he finally took us and we were kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's very, I will say that like, I will say this, that like poverty overseas um, in different countries is very different from like, poverty like here from what Very we know much, poverty yeah. to look like and so I'm assuming that it's probably like the same thing in like Panama right like where my where my mom grew up it's definitely a lot more better off than where my dad grew up mm-hmm. like like I said my dad was raised by his grandmother and as far as I know she did not work so as to how mm. she provided for them um, I think she, they rely like very heavily on her husband mm-hmm. and there's no running water yeah like the floors are not right what we yeah. have here. it's <laughs> yeah. not not even concrete like yeah it's it's dirt like but not all of Panama is like that like right. my mom grew up in a more sub I, I don't want to say suburban area, but it's definitely more populated. They had more businesses. They have franchise mm-hmm. restaurants. And her dad ran a auto mechanic shop, like right oh, on the okay. side of their house. So like my mom's family was very well known mm-hmm. in her little city and her family like all lived around each other too. So it was like my grandma's house, her 
uncle's house, her aunt's house, and then as her and her cousins grew up, her brothers live on my grandmother's property, okay. and then her cousins live across the street and stuff like that. So, but then again, there's, my mom sends money to Panama to renovate yeah. my grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. So, just having like a little attachment for hot water on their shower was like revolutionary. Really? Like no one else has yeah. that. And it's just, it's very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. So how do you feel with that being said, like, and knowing, you know, everything, how do you feel about like the way, I mean, because, you know, he, he, I've never heard him mention Panama specifically, but he's also insane. So how do you, <laughs> how do you feel about the way Trump talks about immigrants? Well, just like the fact that he will lump uh, the group of Latin America into Mexicans. Right. Is like annoying in itself, but just to be portrayed or perceived to him, especially as rapists, drug traffickers, blah, blah, blah. Okay, keep going. Sorry, y'all, we had just- Technical difficulty. We had just a difficulty right there, but we're back. So, what was I saying? You were talking about Trump. Right, so- And his shenanigans. Yeah, so just to be perceived negatively, not even as my own nationality is offensive in itself, and then just the fact that you think of people that are, they're really what are sustaining our economy right now. Because like, again, those jobs in construction, yeah. agriculture, pretty, a lot of fields, like this country would not be yeah. on its knees. Yeah. And that's not all that. <laughs> Cause I, you know, like a good, um, I have family like everywhere, but a good majority of them live in Alabama and in Tuscaloosa. And my cousin just got a job at <laughs> the chicken plant there in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, it's not a bad job. Like, it's a good job. It pays pretty well, um, especially because, like, the market there is not like the, how should I put this? The, um, you know how, like, here in Louisville, they have Amazon and UPS Ford, and yeah. Ford. They do not have that in, like, Alabama. Like, they have moved out of places like that. Okay. And so, like, Mercedes is there. Mm -hmm. okay. And that is, like, the huge, like, if you aren't doing something like being a doctor or nurse or something like that, you, you work, work at Mercedes. And so um, the chicken plant is, like, the next step down from Mercedes, okay. which is still very, very good. Like people work at Mercedes for, you know, 50 years and provide for their family. And so, but I know my cousin was telling me like the only way he actually got that job at the chicken plant was because like when they did like the raids and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like they arrested people and stuff like that. And that's wow. how they had like openings and stuff. Cause apparently, I mean, I ain't know cause I, I Jesse ain't applied in no chicken plant. And so um, I, <laughs> I'm not applying. It's a plant. good job, but you won't catch me. It's, it's a very good job, but just like, I'm not working overnight at UPS. 
I'm not working at the chicken point. And so um, I didn't know, but apparently like there was like a waiting list, like a long one wow. to like try to get on and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's definitely like, you know, that y'all's president, there are things that he doesn't he <laughs> understand. <laughs> doesn't understand and doesn't see. So how would you like, if you could give like your best, I don't know. I, I don't want to say, I, I was going to say advice, but I would say your best suggestion on how to fix the immigration system. Like just one suggestion. Well, if you got more than one, we can do like two. But just a suggestion on how you feel we would best suit to fix the immigration system you got. That is a very good question. I try to come with a good question. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying. So I definitely think that the criminalization of illegal immigrants that has to go, Mr. Trump, because. <laughs> It's not who, going to because yeah, he's a it's racist, not going but to, yeah, but I understand. Yeah. Who was building your hotels? This is true. Because when they're gone, you're really about to be confused when your whiteies are not be like, I'm not working this much for this little, yeah, and this hard. So this is very me true. Me looking at the mic like it's a camera. <laughs> <laughs> but and then it just like I said in the beginning, you can't make your country sound like this place where everyone is welcome and you can take refuge here from these countries that we're saying are so bad and why is anyone still there and not let you in because oh these are high-risk nations and we can't let anyone in because you're a terrorist or you're bringing drugs yeah and understandable and like i said is the criminalization situation going to be fixed no, because mm-hmm. Trump is a racist. So, in his mind, Mexicans are bad, blacks are bad, but you know that's a whole. That's, that's another episode. I'm about to say that's a whole another conversation. Okay, well, thank you, Vic. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Even though she taught y'all, she tried to beat me up the other day. We, we need she to end lost. the podcast. She tried to run up on me in the library. That didn't happen because I have never been run up on in my life and the person survived. So anyway, yeah, I'm still here, y'all have a good night oh and God. thank you for listening. Good night.